0: You're listening to Episode 9 of The Improvement Project 2.0. And in today's episode, I begin again after a podcast rest. Let's get back after it. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast that will encourage you to get curious about what's going on in your brain that might be holding you back from achieving your big dreams and goals. I'm your life coach, Dr. Peggy Malone. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as working with clients one-on-one as their life coach, I've learned how the thoughts that we habitually think are the key to getting what we want in this life. I've learned that a coach can help you recognize what's going on in your mind, help you get clear on your goals, and then hold you accountable on the way to your best life. Listen in each week as I help you discover why you are the way you are and how you can lean into to self-inquiry on the way to being an even better you. Let's get after it. Well, hello friends. Today's episode is episode nine of a brand new improvement project, and I am so excited that you have chosen to listen in. In today's episode, I want to talk about consistency and also rest. If you are a regular listener and you are listening to this in real time, you might have noticed that I haven't put out an episode since six weeks ago. For the first time in three and a half years, for the first time in 192 episodes, I didn't put out a weekly episode. For 192 weeks in a row, I was consistent in getting a podcast into your ears. And then six weeks ago, for the first time ever, I broke the chain. Thank you so much to those of you who noticed and who sent me emails and social media messages to check in and see what was happening. It's a nice confirmation that someone is listening and that you miss me when I'm gone. So even though I was super proud of my 192 week chain, it was time for a rest. There is a lot going on in my world. Some great and some not so great. If you've been listening for a while, you might know that John and I have been working on a renovation remodel of our house for the last year, and we are in the home stretch. We sold our temporary house and the market was very good to us, which I am so grateful for. And the close date on that house is at the end of April. So now we have a deadline and that means it's go, go, go time to finish everything and get moved in to the house. So this is busy and it's a bit stressful, but it's mostly exciting. The new house is dream house, amazing, awesome. And I'm so excited to get moved in there and start making memories in our forever home. In the next couple of weeks, I'm going to go uh, back to Instagram and get into the habit of sharing more about what's happening uh, on my Instagram stories. So if you aren't following me there, head over to at Dr. Peggy Malone on Instagram to check in and say hi. Uh, You can check out my highlights there called Reno to see the progress of the remodel renovation over the last uh, year. So that's the great. It's very exciting. It's a lot, but it's all coming to a head in the next few weeks, and I'm super pumped. And John and I couldn't be more excited about this new house. So Moving on to the not-so-great, the not-so-great is that we have a family member who is dealing with some health stuff, and they have moved in with John and I full-time so that we can help with their care. So the stress of a loved one navigating a diagnosis and the medical model, as well as taking on the role of caregiver, has been an adjustment, to say the least. All of us are doing the best we can, and we are doing our best to find some joy in every day through this process. One of my mentors says that life is 50-50, 50% 50 awesome and 50% crappy. She says it in a way that's a little bit more colorful, but we'll keep it PG for this podcast. The crappy helps to remind you to lean into the awesome and appreciate it while it's here. The pandemic has shown all of us a glimpse or more of the 50% crappy. And if you have any other crappy on top of that, know that I'm sending you big love. I will hold big hopes for more of the 50% awesome to head your way. So with all of that said, in the 50-50 of my life of late, I decided it was time for a podcast rest. Now, I resisted it so hard at first, but in that resistance, I found myself starting to resent the duties associated each week with putting together this show. And when I realized that that's what I was doing... I knew it was time to take a break and take care of myself in a more intentional way for a few weeks, which by the way, is exactly what I would suggest to patients and clients. It was time to take my own advice. So after six weeks away from the podcast, lots of naps, hugs, talking with my coach and gaining a new perspective, I'm back this week again to share some self-improvement thoughts and suggestions as per usual. And the relevant topic for me this week is one that I've talked about before, but with a twist. Consistency, but also rest. In previous episodes, you might have heard me share this. Everything I want is on the other side of consistency. I really do believe that consistency is the key, and that is why, despite my struggles to maintain my good habits, I come back to this quote and double down on my efforts to be consistent in the things that are important to me. Here's another quote that I always come back to because it has some good lessons for me in its essence, and maybe something that I'll share here will resonate for you too. Intensity makes a good story. Consistency makes progress. Now, whether it's the strength and function of your body, or the food that you eat, or getting up early, or meditating every day, anyone can put together a few days or weeks of intense, willpower-fueled actions that might get an outcome that seems amazing, but it's short-lived. Don't you think it's actually more amazing to do something every single day, improving just a tiny little bit, perhaps so little that you don't notice it each day until a year later when you can look back and see the superstar progress that you've made? I think so. For 192 weeks in a row, for three and a half years... I was consistent in creating and sharing this podcast and I'm proud of the streak that I created and worked at each week. And I believe that committing to that consistency has been so important for my growth as a human and in my business too. And I hope that by me committing to that consistency, you have also gotten something valuable for your own personal development each week along the way. Everything I want is on the other side of consistency. This is true, but it's also okay to take a break and rest which brings up a potential stumbling block that can come up even if you get to a place where you get more consistent with your consistency. And this is especially poignant for me after breaking my 192 week chain of podcast episodes. Consistent is not the same as being perfect. Now, based on what I've just shared, you probably realize that consistency is a very important piece of the puzzle for making progress, doing better work, getting in better shape, reaching your goals, and achieving some level of success in most areas of your life. My online pretend best friend, James Clear, writes about the power of consistency often and why repetition is more important than perfection, how small gains add up to big results, and why falling in love with boredom is essential for mastery. But once you realize the power of consistency, there is a danger that comes with this knowledge. And that danger is falling into an all or nothing mindset. So what is this all or nothing mindset? Here's what James Clear says it is. Once you realize that consistency is essential for success, it can be easy to obsess over becoming flawlessly consistent. For example, if you're trying to lose weight it's easy to convince yourself that if you don't follow your diet perfectly, then you've failed. If you want to meditate each day, beware of focusing so much on never missing a day that you stress over sticking to your meditation schedule. If you're looking to become a successful writer, you can quickly brainwash yourself into thinking that successful authors write every single day without fail. The same goes for artists and athletes of all kinds. Or, in my case trying to be consistent as a podcaster that creates and shares content every single week. You can get to a place where you are convinced that if you miss a week, your audience won't be there for you when you get back or will immediately judge you for not living into the best example of the consistency that I have told you is important by maintaining your endless streak of week after week content and not considering for a second that they might recognize that I'm a human and I'm not always going to be perfect at all the things I do. In other words, it really is easy to confuse being consistent with being perfect. And that is a problem because there's no safety margin for errors, mistakes, and emergencies, or even just needing a rest. You know, the types of things that make you a normal human being. Cutting yourself some slack becomes even more important when we consider the science behind habit formation and continual improvement. Research shows that regardless of the habit that you are working to build, missing a single day has no measurable impact on your long-term success. In other words, it's all about average speed, not maximum speed. Daily failures are kind of like red lights during a road trip. When you're driving a car, you'll come to a red light every now and then. But if you maintain a good average speed, you'll always make it to your destination, despite the stops and delays along the way. Consistency is essential for success in any area. There is no way to get around the fact that mastery requires reps, it requires a volume of work. But if you want to maintain your sanity, reduce your stress, and increase your odds of long term success, then you need to plan for failure as well as focusing on consistency. Research from Stanford professor Kelly McGonigal has shown that the number one reason why willpower fades and people fail to remain consistent with their habits and goals is that they don't have a plan for failure. Planning to fail doesn't mean that you expect to fail, but rather that you know what you will do and how you will get back on track when things don't work out. If you're focused on being perfect, then you're caught in an all or nothing trap. Meanwhile, if you realize that individual failures have very little impact on your long-term success, then you can more easily rebound from failures and setbacks. Being consistent is not the same as being perfect. Now, I've shared all of this before with you, but I didn't give myself the grace of planning for failure. I was definitely caught in the all-or-nothing trap when it came to putting out a podcast episode each week. And I started to resent it. When I realized this, I allowed myself to rest. And at first, my brain wanted to define this rest as, quote, failure. I failed in my goal to be consistent. I broke the chain. If I couldn't do this every week without missing, it means I'm a failure, all or nothing. It must mean something's terribly wrong with me that, and that ultimately I won't be successful as a result. Now, do you see the wild places that our thoughts can take us if we don't start becoming more aware of them and redirecting them to more useful places? I really like the analogy of coming to a red light every once in a while when you are driving. You're still going to the same place. It's just a temporary stop. With the help of my coach, I also used this stop to get curious about what I was doing in trying to be so consistent with the podcast. And I really asked myself, What was I trying to achieve with this podcast and what energy I wanted to be using as I achieved it? If my thoughts about the podcast are filled with resentment and dread and angst every week as I prepare and record it, what's going to happen is that when you listen to it, your brain will get the sense, even if it's unconscious, that something is off. And then maybe you won't want to listen to me anymore. You won't find it inspiring because I'm not inspired as I make it. So once I realized this, I realized that I can still commit to consistency, but I am also committed to intentionally creating these podcast episodes from I get to, and I want to energy instead of I have to energy, which feels totally different. Instead of feeling squeezed and tight and angsty and shut down, it feels creative and spacious and playful and fun and expansive. Doesn't that sound and feel like a better place to create from? Have you found yourself in the all or nothing trap of consistency without allowing yourself any failure or rest with any of your habits or goals? Maybe your exercise or how you eat or your morning or evening routines or some other goal that might be similar to to what I've been describing with the podcast. How can you apply the concept I just mentioned of I get to energy or I want to energy to this habit or goal instead of I have to think about exercise, for example, think about how it feels if you have the thought I get to exercise I want to exercise. It feels totally different than I have to exercise. Along with changing up your thoughts about the habits to I get to instead of I have to, here are some examples of how to shift your all or nothing thinking and self-talk so that you can be more consistent. Instead of, I don't have time for a full workout, so I won't work out at all, which is very all or nothing. Try this instead. Something is better than nothing. And I'll feel better if I move my body. So from my own experience, this one-time poor thinking and self-talk can lead to the even worse thinking, which is, if I can't follow my exercise program perfectly every day, I might as well not work out at all. Something is always better than nothing. Your body is designed to move and you'll feel better even if you get moving just for a few minutes. So this is where you could use the advice that I often give to my patients, and that advice is and by the way, I need to take this advice from myself. This is do it for five minutes. Often just the act of getting moving will inspire you to keep moving. And if it doesn't, at least you'll have done it for five minutes, which is better than nothing. Hashtag more than nothing. Here's another example. Instead of, I already overate at this meal, so I've ruined it. I'll start over again on Monday. Try this instead. It's only one meal. If I make the next right choice, I'll be back on track. Here's another example. Instead of, I'm not losing weight or getting stronger fast enough. So clearly I'm not meant for this. I'm going to quit. Instead of that, try, I've already lost some weight or gained some strength. So I have evidence that I can. Slow progress is better than no progress. Instead of, I'm a failure because I didn't follow my plan perfectly this week. Try, I'm human. What I do most of the time matters more than what I do some of the time. Now I've used examples here that involve food and exercise, which are common areas that people want to improve their consistency, but you could sub in any habit that you are trying to get better at here. It could be meditation. It could be morning routine, evening routine, gratitude, drinking more water, or even your progress towards your goals. All right. I hope that today when I've shared my personal example of consistency with then a stop, which ultimately is rest, I hope this will help you navigate finding consistency in your own life. And let me remind you that I didn't figure this out all by myself. I worked with my coach to sort out my thoughts to see which ones were serving me and which ones weren't. She helped me to realize that, especially with all the things going on in my world right now, that it was okay for me to choose to take a rest. She helped me to get clear on my goals for the podcast and how I want to approach its creation going forward. I feel so much better after this rest. This rest and the perspective shift has done me good. I feel calm and clear and focused, and I'm so excited to be back in your ears this week and for many weeks to come. I want you to know that this kind of clarity around your goals is possible for you too. Working with me as your coach is an amazing way to take any challenge that comes up in your life and learn that you can choose how you want to think about it and respond to it and then love the decision that you made. Coaching with me will help you recognize and clear up any limiting beliefs that you might have, and it will also help you to navigate life's ups and downs with more calm and peace of mind. By learning to manage your mind and your emotions with the help of a coach, you will speed up the process of achieving all of the goals that you have. Weekly coaching with me will help you to step into that future version of yourself that has the result that you want now. Let me help you get to your future self sooner. If you know that you are ready to commit to becoming your future self, or even if you're listening to this and you aren't 100% sure, but you're curious to learn more, go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach to sign up for a free one hour consult with me to discuss how we can work together. We will talk about where you are now, where you want to go, and how we will get you there. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. If you enjoyed today's show and you don't want to ever miss an episode, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. If you haven't already, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review to tell me what you think about the show and help others find The Improvement Project. I would love to connect on the socials. The place where I like to hang out the most online is Instagram, and you can find me there at Dr. Peggy Malone. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. And your future self wanted me to pass on to you that they are super excited for you to hurry up and get after it. And that if you are interested in learning more about me and my work, and perhaps how we could work together so that you can get to your future self sooner, come and visit me at drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it.